Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being is a non-profit Homestuck fan analysis podcast and is not affiliated with Andrew Hussey or any of Homestuck's official entities. Please remember to support the release of its books and merchandise whenever possible. Feel free to read along with us. If you have epilepsy or any other light-sensitive disabilities or disorders, we suggest you stick to the audio. We have free audio transcriptions for this podcast linked in the episode description if you wish to read instead of listen. Both Elizabeths are trained writers and editors, so we're going to have some opinions about the construction of the story. These opinions may be different from yours, but we're not attacking the comic, just offering suggestions. This show is not safe for work, and if you're a minor, we ask that you wait to listen until you are old enough to be shipped off of Alternia to serve her imperious condescension. It's time to go to hell. Hi, and welcome to Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, a Homestuck fan cast in the year of our Lord, 2020. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm also Elizabeth, and I'm out, everybody. Bye. You're never going to see me again. Uh, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go to my Animal Crossing island, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, we're, we're recording this on March 19th. Because I wanted, uh, you know, just some extra episodes when I inevitably don't want to record an episode because I'm going to be playing Animal Crossing, uh, duh. I have never played Animal Crossing. You've never lived. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But I've definitely never played Animal Crossing. Hmm. I've played Stardew Valley. Is it comparable? Uh, no. Animal Crossing is not a farming game. You don't kiss the animals. <laughs> well, I feel like that's a point in favor of Stardew Valley, then. Against Animal Crossing. What? Oh, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Did you want to kiss some animals? Are you a furry? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a furry. I saw too late the direction that conversation was going. I, I couldn't derail it in time. I will put you out of your mercy, just as Riska put that weird pawn thing out of its mercy out of its misery by stealing luck from it anyway everybody this was a very different update yeah because we didn't actually do any reading this time we did a lot of reading we did do a lot of reading but it was all within the game the flash game if you read in the game you read for real (laughs) yeah that's all we did today I told Elizabeth, like, oh, this is the only thing we're going to do today. And she didn't, she was just like, we're not going to have a lot of content for the episode, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't imagine a full-fledged talk to every character three times and explore these five different rooms game. I just, I didn't expect that. I was very impressed. Delighted, and I enjoyed it very much, um, but I definitely didn't expect that. No, were you, like, pleasantly surprised, or did you think, like, this wasn't needed? No, no, I was pleasantly surprised. Good, you're gonna love Act 6. Are there more of these? Oh, Elizabeth, this is the, um, this is, like, the short one. 
Oh my god. There's another one that comes later that's going to be three separate episodes because it's three of those games and they're all longer. Wow. Okay. No, it was it was interesting. I thought it was a good way just in terms of storytelling. It was a good way to get a lot of really short dialogue logs just to get through a lot of them pretty quick um and to get sort of a read on where everybody is in relation to each other and to the humans. Though technically, I think this takes place not where we left off. Does it? No, I think it does. I think it takes place about when, like, they're doing first contact and Carcat has not yet really participated. Right, that's it. I got thrown off by Kanaya talking about the green, green sun. sun. The green sun! <laughs> Exactly. But it is earlier because, yeah, Karkat is only just hearing about the humans. He hasn't really talked with any of them yet, though pe- other people have been talking to them. Kanaya's already, you know, wor- working on that. Apparently, Nebita has been talking to Jade, but, like, I don't. Have we seen that yet? I don't. Mm, if we did, it was, like, in Act 2 or something, yeah. We might have seen it a long time ago, but I don't think we've seen it since then. Right, because we we saw a couple troll conversations way back when in Acts 2 or 3, where we didn't know any of the trolls yet, and obviously we, we knew they were trolls because we know some things about Homestuck, but the kids thought they were just like internet trolls at that point. One thing I want to point out about this game that we played is that it's so full of teen drama oh so much oh my god there's so much going on here it's like a sitcom no have you ever watched a sitcom elizabeth uh uh fuck um this is not sitcom okay maybe maybe i haven't really (laughs) okay it's like uh, something else I don't know anything about. It's like a teen drama. This is like Riverdale. Oh, God. This is like if Riverdale was good. <laughs> My spicy Riverdale takes, everybody. Which I guess aren't actually that spicy because anybody that likes Archie comics in any capacity kind of hates Riverdale. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. No, okay. So this It's just is- like a teen drama. I felt like I needed a some kind of, you know, conspiracy board connecting everybody and how they feel about everybody else right now. Are you sure you don't need a shipping grid? Oh, I'd rather have a conspiracy board, thanks. It makes me feel better about myself as a person. All right, Elizabeth. So, like, who's kissing who? And... I just want to know, who do you think is your, like, OTP? And who do you think should get together in the end? And who's just, like, a total loser? It's been so long since you broke out the shipping voice that I... that I. This isn't the shipping voice. This is the valley girl voice. Okay, okay, do you... You know, that's love. (laughs) You know when, like, two people, like, conspire to 
cut off their friend's legs and give him a <laughs> lower body. And then you're like, no, you can't give him a quadrupedal bottom because he just has to have some legs. Like, is that not black rum? That's the shipping voice. See, I think they're pretty similar. One's bubblier. <laughs> I do think, and this is going to be terrible to hear, but I do think your shipping voice is also very similar to my voice that I do when I read Vriska. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's bad, but it's true. There's just so much going on here. I will say one thing. Uh-huh. Now that I see them side by side, I definitely have put some more space in my, in my you know, character ranking. The space between Iridan and Equius has increased. Okay, wait, who's on top and not like that? God! No, it, it's still the same. Equius is still the worst. And Iridan isn't as much. But Iridan is not as much more so. That didn't make any sense. There's more space between them. Wait, I'm sorry, are you more endeared to Aridin now? I wouldn't say endeared. I would say reading the conversations with him did not make me want to throw my laptop across the room. And under that, I would also switch Gamzee and Aridin because every time we had to go talk to Gamzee, I was just dying inside. Here's a fun little Easter egg with Gamzee, though. I don't know if you noticed. Um, I don't know if you even knew this. So Gamzee's, you know how Gamzee had that weird animation of him just like fucking dancing? Yes. So that was actually a direct reference to a game called Secret of Mana, where all of the shopkeepers did that dance. Okay, then. Also, all of the shopkeepers had, like, turbans on, so, like, it was... It, it was a weird game. Okay. Well, that's fun, but it does not endear me to Gamzee anymore, unfortunately. Well, that's fine. I don't really like Gamzee. One thing, one thing that I did like about Gamzee this time was when Karkat approached him, he was like, Do you want to pay me 420 boon dollars to sleep into this horn pile? And when Terezi came up to him and he goes, can I have a pinch of special stardust for you to sleep in this pile? And then Vriska comes over and he's like, no thanks. <laughs> he's just like, you scare me. <laughs> Which is valid. I also did like the interaction with Terezi where she was just talking about how she would just like regularly take a flying leap into that pile of horns and he was like please don't do that and she was like i'm gonna and he was like okay please tell me first and she was like probably not <laughs> my favorite thing about this is terezi's just like unbridled bastard energy yes. the thing that frustrates me so much about yanzi is that i feel like if if he behaved exactly the same but had a completely different energy I think I would actually like him, you know, at least at this point with what I know now, but I can't. I find it an impossibility. I completely understand that, and I think you are right. Okay. Also, I, I have to get this out. 
Speaking of Terezi's little teeth clackins, <laughs> there were just like so many good like little animation details here. Yes. And like they weren't like overly complex or anything, but they were all just very charming to me. Yeah, and they were memorable. Like the Terezi's just cackling and Vriska's little like hair flip. Tavros like running through the transportalizer and then falling down all those <laughs> stairs. Oh, I know. I, I love, like, all of Nepeta's little expressions. There is the one expression she made at the end of the conversation with Karkat, where she was doing, like, the little, the little hands, the little meh hands. You know, like, meh. Yeah, and the hand was so detailed, and it was bad. <laughs> like, her face is just, like, this awoo cute hello thing and then like her hand is just like her hand has been through like world war Two or something <laughs> that's a human hand <laughs> it's upsetting i feel like this art style is a little is a little rough at times but there are other times where it's just like very incredibly charming like all the drawings of feffery all the drawings of feffery were very good i i will she's so cute i will say this because i brought it up while we were playing the game Buffery reminds me a lot of original Teen Titans Starfire. Just in energy, though. Yeah, energy. And, you know, the sort of, like, alien princess kind of thing. Like, in a good way. It's all in a good way. As far as the the regular Homestuck sprites can take you in, like, they all have different hair and, like, different outfits and stuff, and you can recognize them pretty instantly. When you actually, like, put them in this space like this with sprites where they all have like different face shapes and like some different body shapes then it's like okay like this is more endearing to me yeah. for some of them i will say the ones i really liked Karkat, terezi solix actually solix was had a really good one yeah i saw solix's and i was like oh Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's perfect, that's exactly right. Really liked all three of those. Obviously, as we said, really liked Feffrey's. I think Vriska's was pretty strong. Vriska's was pretty strong. Did not like, not that this wasn't representative of who they were, but I just didn't like Gamzee's and Equius's. Now, bad. <laughs> again, like, the art is good, but, like, I don't like their vibes. No. Especially Equius, just like, well, actually, we opened the Gamzee one, and I was immediately like, oh, no. <laughs> Pretty much everything you suspected about him came true, because that's what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And then I saw Equius's with all the muscles, and of course they had to animate the sweat. Please, just leave. Nepetus was cute. I enjoyed Nepetus other than the human hand. yes. Kanaya's was interesting. Artistically speaking, I think Kanaya's had a couple of proportion issues, but I do like the style. Yeah. Like, I think her neck was, like, a little too long. <laughs> and the expressions she had were interesting. Her expressions sort of make her look older. All I can think of is, like, a Baba Yaga kind of thing. But, like, in a in a good the way. Beans. In a, beans. In a... No, um... The special beans. I let him go. I didn't know he'd stolen my beans. I have to head myself off with fairy tale talk immediately, or I will just go on about it forever. 
but it, it came across both as like she had a lot of sort of sneering faces, but also it it made her look like I think a little older than the others, which was interesting. She was snarky. Yeah, very much so. It's funny because um, when compared to a lot of the other trolls, she is higher on the snarky scale. But when compared to Rose, Rose is just like, there is no metric. Rose is in a league of her own. Exactly. Like, Rose can outsnark literally anyone. So Kanaya's snarkiness does not even register when she's talking to Rose. Also, she's gay. Yeah, also she's gay, and I think that... <laughs> she tones the snark way down. The art again, has some parts where I'm like, oh, this is a little bit outdated, but it's still, like, really good because it does have a lot of character in it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were a lot of little good details with all of the chests and the designs of the different characters' rooms, like how Vriska's and Terezi's both had a lot of stairs. But Vriska's just had that one big, very, very wide staircase that went down a little ways. And Terezi's had all of these, like, turning little tiny narrow staircases going all the way up to her telescope. Oh, you know why that is? Hmm. Because Vriska had those deep stairs to go talk to her mom. And Terezi lived in a tree where there were just a bunch of fucking branches everywhere. So it's just like, yeah, it's like home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Carcass was fairly straightforward because he lived in like a fucking suburb. <laughs> he did, yeah. So those designs were good. The All of the little things you found in the chests. Uh, some of them were good and some of them weren't. <laughs> I mean, there was just too much centaur porn. There was so much centaur porn. Let, let's tone that down, okay? Equius. I think, I think that's... I think Hussie's into it. Mm. He was he was probably like ironically into it and then like actually into it. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, oh, mm, that's how it goes. Yeah, and there were just like a bunch of people's weapons in those things. There was some loose milk in one of them. Yeah, just glasses of fresh milk, which also aqueous. Aqueous. Equius, please stop leaving things around. I just want to know where he got that milk. <laughs> you don't want to know. Trolls don't make milk. Don't want to know. Yes, because they're insects. We saw them in their larval form. Yes, thank you. That's exactly the word I was going to use, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I was not a fan. Carcat was also not a fan. <laughs> No wonder there were so many of them. Karka just had like 12 tiny, basically like insects just crawling all over him. With little like human-like heads. Yeah, you know. It's bad. That's what all the fan art looks like. Just, I, I hate it. So next time you reach for a little bit of grub loaf, just remember. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Upsetting. Those disgusting and upset sounds tell me that perhaps... You would prefer to go over to the minigame. Please, away from the grubs. Alright everyone, it is uh, time for a section of the podcast. It is the mid-episode game. Hi again. 
what's up uh your friend because uh i uh not only put her in that little closet over there i put her up on the top shelf oh good so were you staying six feet away from her at all times uh no i have not Ooh, that's no good you're not following proper social distancing procedure uh that's all right uh the president didn't do it either when i (laughs) talked to him (laughs) well then i'm sure it's fine anyway are you gonna play this fucking game or what yes of course i am all right go ahead and draw a card whenever you like sweetheart yeah my first card is the seven of spades for the seven of spades go ahead and uh tell me a fact about indigo bloods just any fact, right? Any fact. I have also been told on Twitter that you do get that one card. <laughs> oh, yes. Good. Because I, I was I was right. One fact about indigo bloods is that I don't think you're gonna accept this answer. I they have the highest blood color of any land dweller. I think that one's actually correct. <laughs> yeah, that one uh, that one is actually uh, correct. So uh, you do get that card. Ah ha ha ha. Great. Next card is the four of clubs. All right. This is where I'm going to get you. Oh, I'm sure. Go ahead, sweetheart. And uh, tell me, where does Clover's name come from? Um, oh, I... The four-leaf clover? Yep, that, that, that is, a <laughs> that is where the name comes from, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, there's one more question I can, uh, get you on. And I know I will, because I have a pretty good feeling about, uh, my timeline. Let's hope you're wrong. Third card is the Queen of Diamonds. Uh, the Queen of Diamonds. Why don't you go ahead and uh, name me a strife specibus used by two or more people? Rifle kind. Fuck. <laughs> that was the answer to one of the questions last time because both Jade and Aridin use it. Haha. <laughs> well. Everyone, uh, this means that I'm gonna go shoot Liz. No, don't, don't do that. You always say you will. And I always do. Well, you know, it's just so sad always, because if you do, then we won't ever be able to play a game again, which would be a shame, wouldn't it? And I wouldn't be able to beat you if we don't play again. I mean, you can't beat me anyway, so. Oh, Darling, that's a challenge. I'll be back next week. Alright, see you then. Okay, so... Vriska does have an entire room full of Nick Cage posters? Yes. In the future, not now. In the future, not now. Wait, well, actually, it is now, because we are playing as Griska from the past. Yeah, so she does have that now. She is... interesting. Yeah, she should not do that. I don't approve. I don't approve of her taste in actors, even if it is 
similar to John's taste in actors. Did I ever tell you that my mother and one of my friends got into a really big fight once about whether Nicolas Cage was handsome or not? You, you, you didn't tell me that, no. And it escalated in, when we all went on a vacation together, my mom rented this vacation house on like Airbnb or whatever, and she got these pillowcases online that had a shirtless Nicolas Cage reclining on them, and she put them on the throw pillows in the living room. <sighs> anyway, this is the person who I came out of, <laughs> and that should explain a lot. I'm properly horrified. I'm the quiet one in my family. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. You've met Max! <laughs> I. That's true, I have. And it was so clear that you two were siblings. Anyway, that's my Nick Cage story. Um, my mother thinks he's very attractive. I don't think I have a Nick Cage story. Oh, you don't have a Nick Cage story? You're a fake fan. I know, of Nick Cage, yes. Because, I, well, I've never pretended to be a fan of Nick Cage. Isn't he the the national treasure guy, too? He is. He's also the B-movie guy. Wait, what? He was in the B-movie, wasn't he? I don't... Was Hold he? Hold on. I, I gotta check to see if Nick Cage was in the B-movie. Now I also need to check to see if Nick Cage was in the B-movie. He was in Wicker Man, of course. I'm talking about the B-movie. Yeah, no, the B-movie is what's important here. Okay, I guess he wasn't in the B-movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. I thought he was. No, I didn't think he was. Who, who am I thinking of that was a- Jerry Seinfeld! <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got Nick Cage and Jerry Seinfeld mixed up? They're two white men that aren't funny. Let's move on. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'll give you that. No, all I was going to say about National Treasure, I haven't watched any of the, the National Treasures, but I did intern in Washington, D.C. one year, and I did see the Declaration of Independence. And of course, that was all I could think of. You didn't steal it, though. No, I was tempted. And I will say I did work at the National Archives, so, you know... You totally could have. I totally could have. No, I. For one thing, I was working at a at a different one, at the research one, and not at the main museum one. What if you already swapped the Declaration of Independence, and we just didn't know until right now in this podcast? Oh yeah, that's totally what I did. At all of the National Archives people possibly listening to this, I did not do that. You know, I you searched my bag every time I left. I didn't steal anything. <laughs> What if it wasn't in her bag, though? Uh, they really did do that. I, I believe it. It's a There's a real problem with people stealing documents from there. What? Yeah. Like, I thought that would just be like a like a precaution thing. I didn't think like it like they actually caught shit. No, like there was this one guy they told us about who stole like thousands of pages of documents before they caught him. Why? Like to, to sell them. Then everybody started getting their bags searched, and we learned all about the guy who stole a bunch of documents. It might have been millions of pages, actually. Don't quote me on that, but it was a lot of them. Fun fact, if you ever work at the National Archives, actually, if you ever even research at the National Archives, they will search your bag before you leave to make sure you're not stealing anything. 
Oh, wow. Hajiz. Anyway, Nicolas Cage. I'm done talking about Nicolas Cage because I don't really like him. No, me neither. Terezi's little fucking cape. Oh my god. The little button eyes and how it was tied around her neck. Yes. It was very cute. Terezi's route was probably the longest, I would say. Oh yeah. Because she had all those different doors. Mostly because, you know, of all of the doors and all of the chests you could do, all of those fucking stairs. The fact that she had a past and future version that you could walk through it with. The shitty wand pile. We haven't even talked about the fucking piles. There was a wand pile and a horn pile. And at least Aridin kept his wand pile somewhere hidden away. And a boondollar pile. That's what Verska had. That's true. She had a boondollar pile. And she was very happy because like, oh, she was going to show Terezi. Because she had so much money now. Even though I think Terezi was, like, a bazillionaire, so... I loved Vriska's, like, very snide, like, Oh, man, you know, I would rather earn all my boon dollars, but, you know, that's just me. And then, like, you get to her room and she's like, Fuck Terezi! <laughs> I'm bothered by this. She's so upset with Terezi. She is trying so hard to get back in Terezi's good books, and Terezi is having none of it. I don't blame her, really. No, I don't either. No one is having any of Riska's shit, honestly. I love it. Right? Nepeta was, like, trying to, you know, do her little role play with her. And then Vriska's like, oh, I'm going to play Marquis Mindfang or whatever. And Nepeta was like, no, when, you, when you're Mindfang, you do, you do terrible stuff. And Vriska was like, fine, I'll be my Spider-Sona. And Nepeta was like, no, you do terrible stuff when you're your Spider-Sona. Actually, I don't think I want to roleplay with you. <laughs> Nepeta, I think Vriska's just as terrible stuff all the time. I think that's the, that's the key. <laughs> there was a part where we could have gone back and like reset the, the flash to see what Vriska had to say to Tavros, but we kind of didn't want to. No, I was fine with keeping Vriska and Tavros away from each other. Like, it seems like they've made up, I guess, but also she's still sort of... I don't know, she's still being weird about it. Teens. More to make other people jealous. And then there's, like, Aridin trying to get back with Vriska. Aridin's trying to, like, date anybody he just wants a black mom romance so badly just so badly and he's trying to kick it off with solix and solix is just does not care solix also i don't know if you noticed this is been saying some fish stuff yeah i know i did notice that gosh i wonder who that's about because it's definitely not about eridan yep Solix is spending so much time around Feffery now. I mean, you know, she's pretty good, actually. Like, in terms of people he could be hanging out with, could do worse. Mmm, yeah. <laughs> hey, Elizabeth. Oh. Do you think that, like, maybe Aridan and Feffery are, like, making out? Did you mean Solix and Feffery? That's what I meant. <laughs> because Aridin and Feffery definitely aren't. Do you think that maybe, like, Solix and Feffery are, like, making out? I mean, maybe. Who knows? Teenagers, man. Am I right? Also, I pointed this out when we were playing The Flash. 
But like, okay, so we had this whole thing last session where Karkat is like, don't flirt with the girls. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Don't flirt with troll girls. Keep it in your own species and all that right, shit. Right, right. And people, they were all, they were all like, hey, like, is Trezzy your girlfriend? And he's like, I'm not talking about that. Just stop flirting with Terezi. Yeah. And Terezi, like, comes up to him and she's like, man, I really wanted to, like, hang out with you in, like, Prospect and we could have, like, hung out a little bit. And he immediately is just like, no, I don't, like, that's dumb. I don't know why you would want to do that. And she was, like, disappointed. Dude, maybe if you actually spent time with your friend in, like, a meaningful way... Right. You wouldn't be so angry about her talking to other people? But then also, like, it's a little... Well, it's not exactly similar, but, like, when... I think Frisco was talking to Kanaya, was it? When she was, like, trying to get Kanaya to talk to her at all, and she was like, we should catch up sometime. And Kanaya was like, what would we catch up about? I don't care. Leave me alone. <laughs> Listen, the last time Kanaya talked to Frisco was when Kanaya was like, oh, I'm gonna make her a dress, and, you know, maybe things are going well, and then, like, she looks on the viewport, and she's macking on Tavros. Which, like, if Ruska had just not done that, it would have been fine. It would have been a perfectly acceptable trio there. Because it was. It was already. Kanaya just kept Tavros and Ruska apart, and as it as it should be. But no! Ruska had to move right on over there and just ruin everything. Or, like... Do you think that maybe, like, Kanaya wanted to be the one to be kissing Vriska? I think it's more likely than Kanaya wanting to be the one to kiss Tavros. <laughs> Which is what Vriska suggested. Vriska, I know you don't know what a lesbian is, but please, that is the least believable thing you've ever said, and that's saying something. God. <sighs> but yeah, oh, so you liked the flash. Yeah. What was your favorite part? Oh, my favorite part overall were the, the sprites that we got to see, like, up close, because I just really liked seeing the, the kids in, like, that new style and seeing more of them. But I think my favorite, favorite part was seeing Terezi in her little dragon cape. Yes. That was just very good. That was so good. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part was not uh, kind of horribly <laughs> the part where Carcat's like, "You have so many bad memories here," oh, and then it just cuts to him with like twelve larvae on him. It was so bad. He just does not look comfortable at all. That's one of my favorite parts. Uh, well, that was very good. I remember, I think he told John about that when John was talking about how he had created everybody. And Karkat was like, oh yeah, same hat. Except there were 12 of them. Yeah, he did. We just didn't get to see it until now. Yeah, I have to say, I enjoyed that scene with John much more. The babies were very cute. The larvae were not. You know, maybe maybe if we were trolls, we would find them cuter. Would we? No, probably not. Didn't think so! Just a couple of plot things that we learned this session. What 
was up with Aradia fucking exploding. Not sure. She explodes, though, in the future. And who is asleep in the future? I think Aridin was asleep in the future. And that's no good because everyone has been told not to go to sleep. This is why Karkat's so angry. He hasn't slept in like 48 hours. Poor kid. Oh, he was asleep for one hour and he saw something terrible. Is Karkat like, is he like, okay? No. I mean, I know the answer. Yeah, I know the answer is no. His little sprite has like dark circle. Well, it always does, but like dark circles under his eyes. He has more dark circles than everyone else. Also, I love this sprite where he's like pointing and sometimes the text goes behind his finger. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is one of my favorite updates. It was really good. I was so glad I got to see them all together. I really liked seeing them actually, like, talk to each other because it, it's always felt like they only communicate, you know, via text. But, like, they were walk walking around and, like, physically talking to each other. Yeah. They're all in the same room. Once again, thanks to AX Mysterious X Stranger on Tumblr for helping us get that set up. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. It was infinitely more beneficial to consume this as a flash than the way they have it on uh, the way that Viz set it up on the website now. Yeah, it, it worked really well, just without a hitch, really. So thank you very much. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about about this flash? Hmm. Other than good job to the coders. Oh, yeah. Very good job to the coders and the artists. I think it was just one coder and one artist. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but... <laughs> then to the coder and the artist. Okay, so uh, it looks like the programming was from Alexis Gankra Bain Gessner. There's one programmer, but there were a few different artists. Ooh. Like Brett Miller, Eyes5, Jessica Allison, M. Thomas Harding, Paige Turner, Richard Gung, Saffron Scarf, and Vivius. Or Vivus. <laughs> Uh, most of the music was done by Toby Fox. I figured. It sounded like Toby Fox. Yeah, it was Carcat's theme, Terezi's theme, Vriska's theme. The Nick Cage song was Toby Fox! <laughs> there were some other uh, homesick musicians here. Robert Lake, Jeremy uh, Murray, Clark Powell, Eric Jitschiel, Alexander Rossetti. We actually played this one silent because we had uh, just... It was just hard to have the audio playing with both of us playing the game at the same time. I am going to just fucking send Elizabeth to go listen to this on her own time. And you did listen to the main themes. I did, yes. Vriska's especially was very good. They were all, all three of the main themes were good, but Vriska's was very good. Terezi's is like, has a very special place in my heart. Oh, that's fair. Because it, it's also like, high key, just a Phoenix Wright tune. Oh, nice. Nice. It's it's just anime lawyers. <laughs> but I think that's going to end up being all of the homestuck we have for today. Today we read through page 2792. Yep, that was it. Just the one page. You can read all of homestuck on homestuck.com. And if you need the accessible versions, you can find them on our Tumblr, lookhowsane.tumblr.com. Also on our Tumblr is transcriptions for all of these episodes, <clears throat> where Elizabeth will have to transcribe pretty much every single name that I put down. 
in those credits there. So good luck, Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need to send me those. And you can find it on the wiki otherwise page. it's just, just okay. Twitter? Is it a Twitter, Twitter already? Twitter. Twitter. We have a Twitter. Um, we have a Twitter at how underscore sane. We put polls up there a lot. Mostly last time. <laughs> Mostly last time. Obviously, that's where you can find links to new episodes, but also this will be in the past at the time this episode goes up. But hopefully I'll have done a live stream of rereading Homestuck. And so that's where you can also find out about things like that. Our music was done by Toby Fox. No, wrong. I mean, John Michael, Elizabeth's brother. There you go. It was not Toby Fox, even though I've never seen the two of them in the same room. <gasps> That's it. You've, you've cracked it. <laughs> even though he was uh, 11 when Homestuck came out. so The baby is him. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Please go rate and review us on iTunes. We especially appreciate that now, since... We're trying to put out a little more content, like the live stream and stuff, during this time of trial, you could Very say. Very bad, no good quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I will say I we are currently not actively in quarantine. <laughs> Knock on wood, we're not sick yet. We're in social isolation. We're in social isolation because, you know, want to make sure as few people get sick as possible. Wash hands, everybody, uh, and don't go into places with people if you don't have to. But yeah, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, we really appreciate that. And remember, everybody, that Friska did nothing wrong. According to literally everyone she talked to, she did do quite a few things wrong. They did not want to talk to Good her. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>